Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Um, I am Kayla Allen, and Nancy is here with me today, and we are going to tell you or teach you guys how to wrap gifts. So um, it is the holiday season now, so... Um, we thought this would be, actually, this call was inspired by our question of the day on Monday um, of whether you wrap your gifts or do you put them in bags. And it was kind of clear during that call that a lot of people didn't really know how to wrap gifts. Um, so uh, Nancy and I quickly text each other and like, we got to do this. We got to figure out a way to make, um, to help people out with this. So, um, so yeah, so we're that's why we're here today. Um, and we have Chanel is our host here in Zoom, and we have Danette over in Clubhouse. So if at any time you guys have questions, go ahead and get your hands raised, and we will get to, um, to, to the time to answer questions. Um, so let me turn my speech off. Sorry about that, because it keeps jabbering at me. Um, so what our plan kind of is today is Nancy and I will both take um, a, a little bit of time to teach you how we wrap gifts. Um, I also would like to teach you guys um, different ways to wrapping like odd shaped gifts. Um, I have some wine bottles that I have that I'm going to be wrapping and um, a container of M&Ms that isn't quite square or rectangle. It has some odd shapes to it. So that's kind of our plan for today. Um, yeah, and I have Nancy, a nice, before... I have a glass. Oh, go ahead. That's what I was just going to ask you of what you had to wrap today and if you had anything you wanted to add before we got started. Uh, just, yeah, well, I've got a regular, I've got a regular kind of almost, almost cubish, but a little bit rectangular box. And then I've got something unique and that is a glass. It's a round circle, perfect circle glass tabletop cover that goes over this little table that, that in, in, in the table part can be wrapped separately because it's wood and, and whatnot, but there's a glass, a circular glass thing. So I have to, I have to figure out how I'm going to wrap that. <laughs> that's, that's an odd thing. I've got a couple ideas, but we'll see what we get as we go along. Yeah. And then we were thinking towards the end, if we still have some time, at, we would um, like to hear from you guys, your tips and tricks. And maybe if you have an odd shaped gift you're needing to wrap, maybe we can help give you some tips and tricks on that. Yeah. So, all right, Nancy, would you like to um, get started first or would you like for me to go well, first? I can, I can go first if you like. Okay, okay, so I'm starting from the very beginning. I have not cut the paper. I have not done anything. I just have it all here ready to go. And where did my roll of wrapping paper roll away to? It's over there to the left. <laughs> oh, oh wait, what? that's it's, where mine is. <laughs> down to the right, actually, but yeah, that was good. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes I'll wrap on the floor on my lap. Sometimes I'll put it on a, a harder surface, and it depends on what I'm doing. Right now, though, for teaching purposes, I'm going to, I'm kneeling at the, my bedside, and I'm going to spread the paper out over the bed. Now, the first trick is to try to get the box, obviously the box, the size paper you want. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this box. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roll the paper out. So the roll comes toward myself and the paper edge is going away from myself. That's going to keep me oriented to which is the inside, which is the outside and which way my paper is going. Then I'm going to take my box and put it Toward the end of the paper, um, you want probably, depends on how big the box is, but for me, I usually leave about maybe six inches, six to eight inches between the edge of the paper and the box that I'm putting it on, on the paper to wrap. Because what I'm going to do now is I'm going to fold my end that I left out in front of me over the top of the box. And I'm going to make sure that it's um, ends a little bit too big, so I'm going to move it down a little bit. But I'm going to make sure that the paper is nice and pulled tight, so that there's no loose 
paper hanging out, hanging on the, uh, the on the wrapping paper, I mean, on, on hanging out away from the box. So now what I'm going to do is I am going to crease, I'm going to pull out the paper and roll it across the top of the box so that I know how much is needed. To, then I'm going to bring it back down, put it, and still the box is on top of it, holding it in place. I'm going to bring it back down, put the roll straight down in front of me, and then crease the paper going right across the roll, just um, so that I can have a fold cut with. Now, I tried the knife trick the other day that somebody was mentioning, and I couldn't get it to work, so I'm going to go back to my old scissors routine. And I'm going to cut from the right-hand side of the paper where my fold starts and it's going long ways down the roll. I'm going to cut and I'm just going to slowly move along the uh, inside along the fold. Uh, there's a scissor on the inside of the paper and one on the outside of the paper cutting it as I'm moving along. And um, even if it's not absolutely perfectly 100% straight, once you wrap the gift, um, no one is going to see that, but I'm going to make sure that I stay along this fold as I cut so that it will be 90, 99 to 99 point something percent straight. <laughs> as close as you can get to being straight. Close as I can I get think, it, yeah. Yeah, I think even sighted people have issues getting it 100% straight. So I'm not even going to worry about that, but when I get done with it, it will not look like it won't look like a piece of, it won't look like a, a guide dog got a hold of it and tried to wrap it. So, <laughs> so uh, now, now that I have that done, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to tape this paper down. The first part that I folded over, I'm going to put one piece of scotch tape on it to hold it to the box. And yes, I can be a taper too. I'm good at, I'm good at uh, being a taper here. So I'm going to do that right now. You fold over on me now, you little stinker. There you go. Oh, you little rascal. You didn't get on the box. You just got on the paper. <laughs> All right. So I have had that happen for sure. Yep. I need the tape to go on the paper and the box. There we go. That's more like it. Now I can fold my other piece over the top that I have cut. And okay, my end isn't perfectly straight, but it will do. I can I can make it work. So now I'm going to put my, my fold my paper over the top of the box. I'm going to, and it's also, I'm, I cut it so that it'll be nice and tight. It's not hanging out loose. You can hear the paper on the side of the box. It's not all, it's it's there, but it's not all just loose and away from the package. So I tape, I tape that, and make sure that's around. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn, the, I've got one end that is cut, measured, ready to go because of the way I cut the paper when I cut the box, where, where I positioned the box before I cut the paper. Now, there's several different ways you can do your ends because there are different folding patterns you can use. I'm going to use a very simple one. I'm just going to fold the the uh, top end that still has the the part of the paper that is taped over the top it still has that side showing up and I'm going to tape I'm going to push down the top end of that and I'm going to tape that to the box because it looks like this end wants to be a little stubborn so I'm going to tape it to the box I'm folding the other parts of my ends down and then I'm going to fold, take it from the side, left and right, and fold it straight in. And again, they're just, they just, they, the paper just folded like that. And I mean, I, it was just easy to fold over from the side. I'm going to, then I can fold the bottom piece up and it folds into a nice little end, a little, it, it's a little fold that just, I don't know how to explain that. Um, you just fold the paper over the end of the box. Now, the last piece I folded was from the bottom up. Now I'm taping that edge. 
Now I'm completely done with this end, but now conveniently, I can set, I can put the box on the end that I've done so that I have all this, because I've got, I've got more paper I need to cut off because this right end now is, this other end now is way too long because the, the roll is way longer than the box was. So now all I have to do is turn it around, set it on the end for convenience. And I'm gonna take the, End of the braille paper and or braille paper soup <laughs> wrapping paper, <laughs> and I'm just going to crease it over close to the box. I'm going to just crease the whole thing over, doubly folded and everything. And I'm going to again take the scissors, start from the right hand end, put one scissor in the crease and one on the outside and just slowly cut that. And I'd put my left hand underneath the other side to help guide it across. Oops, it didn't get one of my pieces. Hang on a second here. To help guide it across so that it doesn't go all crooked and weird on me. Now I've got, I've got another piece of paper that I can use for another present up there. And I've got an end now that I'm gonna fold exactly the same way I did the first one so that they look the same. I'm not gonna be two ends different. So first I'm gonna fold the top down and tape whatever I need to to keep it in place, to keep it secure. So that the sides will, oh, did I even bring the tape? Oh, that's good, Nancy you didn't put the tape uh, where you knew you were. Oh. My teeth and my scissors move around on me. I was gonna say, um, one tip I have when you're getting started is to have a designated place you set down your tape and your scissors when you're done. Um, because they they typically when I'm wrapping, I'll just set them down and then I'll set paper on top of them and I'm like, where did I put those? So I've definitely learned having a designated place to set your so if it's to your right, maybe or to your left. Um, just that you're consistent when you're done using them to set them back there. So when you go back and need them again, you, you kind of know where it. they are. Excellent idea. And I usually do that. But what happens is I started on the bed and now I'm on the floor. Yeah. So now I've got the top end folded down. Now I'm going to fold the sides. I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that they're all folded nice and smooth. And when I do that, the back kind of folds on its own. And I just kind of make a neat little um, corner at, or I fold it down so that the outside little bit of outside paper that's on that little end isn't going isn't going to show. And then I have one long piece of tape across this last end here, and I'm actually done wrapping the present. Now, I don't have any bows right right here out, but what I would do is I would turn it over. Now, you always want to put the presents under the tree with the ends, the, the, the folded part that you folded across the present when you first did that, that needs to be on the underside. So that on the top box, the part that you're showing is your, um, the smooth part, and then your ends are all folded down neat and, and you know, um, there your present is and then you put your bow and your candy cane and your braille tag or whatever you're going to put on the outside of that and i usually put the bows in the corners unless it's a big box and i don't have two big bows sometimes i'll do a bow on each corner diagonal from each other or if it's a big box i'll do a big bow in the center um right in the center of it sometimes but it depends on this, just where I feel, you know, feel like putting the decorations on the package once I get it wrapped. But that is a wrapped package. And maybe it's not absolutely perfect. There's a couple corners. that didn't, uh, There's a corner, one corner that didn't fold down exactly like I like it. But I'm not going to unwrap the whole thing. You know, it doesn't look, it does not look sloppy still. Yeah. And sometimes you can add an extra little piece of tape there to you hold can. that in place. So. Yes, you can. Yep. I've done that too. Yep. So that is my wrapping of a gift. I don't know if, I hope that was descriptive enough for you could tell what I was doing. So, um, um, and Nancy, you kind of talked about this. Um, the inside of the roll is, is the inside of the paper. So what's on the inside of the roll is what you want to be against your box. And the outside right. of the roll um, is gonna be face, you want that to be face down. So when you unroll your paper, 
you want the roll to be on top, the, the paper to be coming from underneath the roll rather than over the top of the roll. So if you're pulling out your paper and it's over the top of the roll, that's gonna be considered the outside of your wrapping paper and you'll need to flip it over um, so that your the paper is coming from underneath the roll to make sure you get the correct side of the paper and you're not wrapping it with um, with the um, the white inside. White. Yeah, and, you um, don't want the white on the outside. Unless it's, yeah, Christmas and, unless it's not Christmas time and all you have is Christmas paper and you're taking a, a present to a birthday present, I have wrapped it on the white side before just so the Christmas decorations would hide because I didn't have birthday paper. <laughs> so in some paper, um, my husband was telling me has lines on it, like a grid. So with people yeah. who can see, um, there's lines printed on it um, for them to cut. So it may not be completely white. Um, the other thing is you can also get um, the, the paper I bought at Costco is double-sided paper. So on one side, it's one print, and on the Ooh. other side, it's another print. So in oh, that I've case, that. Um, yeah, so in that case, you would want to, you know, either side would work. And typically when I do use the double-sided, I will cut it. I'll still have the roll on top, cut, make my, my fold and my cuts. And then I will um, flip it over um, and, and wrap it that way. So yeah. I have a smaller yeah. box than um, it sounded like um, uh, Nancy had. Um, and so mine is, mine's rectangular. It's long and kind of skinny. It's, it's, going, it's, a, um, it's an electric wine bottle opener to go with the bottles Ooh, nice. of wine that I'll be wrapping here in a little bit. Um, <laughs> So, so this one will fit. Um, so I have my paper, my paper roll. I always have the roll on my left-hand side because I'm right-handed. And for me, that just tends to be easier. And um, I'm going to refer to the width of the paper is the roll, the way, the direction the roll is going. And um, what's the opposite of width? Um, what else? What other word is good? Width and... Um, Length, that's the other word. So the length is the paper I'm pulling out. So I kind of pre-measured this already. And my box is too long to go the width of the paper. So in the way I, I kind of figured that out is I start at the edge of the paper and I start with one of the flat edges of the box. And I, um, I have it sitting there since this is smaller than what Nancy was doing. Um, I'm able to have it started. I have the the shorter edge I have against the, the edge of my paper, and then I can lay it down and that gives me a measurement. And then I pick it up and then I can lay it down again. So I, I measure all the sides. And for this one, for the width, my box is probably hanging off like nine inches. So it's way too small for doing it that direction. So I'm gonna do it the opposite way. So my short end is going the same direction as my roll of paper. And I'm gonna make my cut on my left-hand side and then I will take the other paper to um, to wrap around it. That is the, the length where it has the straight edges already. So I often try to make the straight edges that are pre-cut already to be my outside of my packaging as often as I can. Um, if it just doesn't work that way and it's a larger present, um, I'll get, and I'll, I'll, I'll do, I have a larger one here I'll do next. Um, but um, um, then I will fold over the actual edge of the paper once I have it cut. So I'll go over that here in just a minute. Um, for this one, since I am measuring it um, so I can have it, so the straight edges go over the top of it to be my finishing edges, um, I have it laying long, long ways in front of me. Um, so the, the short ends are on the left and right and the long ends are on the, the top and bottom. And then my roll of paper is to my left. Um, so I want, what I want to cut is I want the edges for the shorter sides because I know it's going to, it's going to fit over the longer edges. No problem. I want the paper to be able to go about, um, I would say three quarters of the way up the box between three quarters and the top of the box. Um, if you get it over the edge of the box, since I'm cutting it this way, it kind of gives you that extra paper like Nancy had to cut off on hers. And so that's why I'm deciding to do this 
specific one this way. So my, my box is about, I would say, I'll say about three inches deep. So I'm gonna cut my edges, have my edges on this one be about two and a half inches on either side of the box. And so I'm measuring that out by having the box on it, picking up my paper and, move, and, and measuring it, just measuring it with the paper on it. Okay, that, that's about good. I have a little bit of space at the top, but not too much. I'll take my box off. And I know that um, I had my roll of paper lined up to where my box, where I want my cut to be. So I roll it out about an inch and then I bring it over to make that flat edge. And when I do my fold, I line up the straight edges. So where the, the top and the bottom of the roll would be um, with the paper um, on both the top and the bottom of it. So I make sure that I'm making that straight, that line that, that folds straight. And then I will make the crease just like Nancy did. And so I'm just using my hand. I'm, I'm roll, uh, just running my hand down that crease to so make sure I get a really good crease. Um, and sometimes I'll even pick it up, the crease up a little bit, and I will run my finger. So I have one finger on top and one, my thumb on top, my pointer finger underneath. And so I get a really good crease there um, to help me get a straight line. I also like to keep the paper creased when I'm cutting it. You can still hear me, right? I accidentally pushed a button on my phone. I have no speech on. Yep, you are loud okay. and clear. Perfect, thank you. Okay, so um, I have my paper still creased and still folded over itself. So what I'm gonna do is I take my scissors and I've done this with a, a letter opener also. I just couldn't find where it got put. So I'm using scissors. Um, it's important when you're wrapping that you have enough area to move around in. So make sure you have a nice big area that's cleaned off if you're doing it on um, a kitchen table. Make sure all the stuff you don't need is not on the table. You don't want to accidentally knock off a cup of water or something when you're moving around this roll. Um, my mother-in-law likes to just take out a card table and she'll sit on her couch with a card table in front of her and wrap gifts that way. It's also important to make sure you're using nice sharp scissors. You're going to get a better, cleaner cut with sharper scissors um, rather than the scissors you use in your kitchen um, that you use all the time to coat open packet packages and things like that. And I'm just cutting right where that fold is. So I have the inside uh, blade of my scissors against that fold, and then I'm able to just cut it and close them and kind of keep that edge a lot straighter. And I'm short, so I have to keep moving um, up the roll with my, my scissors. I can't reach the length of my roll of paper. So now that I have that cut, I'm gonna bring my box back over and I am gonna measure it. And I know I'm gonna have to make another cut on this paper because it's pretty long. Um, for this box. So I'm gonna, I have my length of the, the tall length of the box um, cut. And so now I'm gonna cut the paper that goes over the top. And again, I'm gonna measure again. Actually, yeah, I will make a second cut. So the way I'm doing it is I'm taking the edge of the paper that is nearest to me and I'm bringing it over the top of the box and I'm making sure it goes all the way down to the paper again. And so I made one cut that was the, the, um, the width of the paper. So I cut it off the roll and now I'm gonna make a cut that is the length of the paper because I have a good um, foot of paper here I'm not gonna use. Um, and it just, it makes it harder to wrap when you have extra paper. And I will tell you guys what my son has decided this year to do with all the extra paper we cut off. Um, once I get started cutting on this. So again, I'm bringing over that extra length of paper that I'm gonna cut off. I'm gonna line it up on the top and the bottom to make sure I get the, the straightest cut I possibly can. I'll make that crease again, and then I'll make the second cut. Um, so my son is taking all, this, this, all the extra paper that um, we have left over from wrapping a gift. And typically I try to if I have something smaller, I'll use it for that. I recycle, use up as much of it as I can. 
But his idea is to go find random things in the house and wrap them up, don't put a name on them, and just toss them under the tree. So we'll see how that goes this year. <laughs> and um, only him and I know about this. So Speaking my daughter and my tree. husband have no idea that there are random unmarked presents under the tree um, containing like a dog toy and <laughs> or a piece of a dog toy, I think it was. Um, and just a water bottle. So, all right. So I have my second cut made. So now my paper... Um, fits around my box pretty perfectly. Like I said, um, I have about a two and a half inches on each side of on the sides I'm not going to um, uh, on the shorter sides. Um, and so now because I cut this, the way I have it is um, I have two cut ends that are going to be going around the package that will be seen. And so what I do is I take one of the edges and I fold it over to the inside. So I'm just making a straight line simply by folding that cut line inwards a little bit. So then when it, it when you look at the present, it just looks like a folded part of the paper and you don't see any cut marks at all. And so that will be the, the part I have on the outside of the package. Okay, so I got that fold there. So I'm going to start with the side that's closest to me and I'm wrapping it around the box. And then I'm going to pull up the, pay, the part I just folded a flat edge onto and have that over the top of the box. So now my cut side is underneath, is, is underneath the side that I folded over making it. So even though that line wasn't completely straight, now it looks like I cut a straight piece simply by just making a little fold in the paper. So, and then, um, actually, I forgot, I tape it, sorry, I tape the, um, the first part of the paper, oh, sorry, let me back up one more, make sure, I'm making sure my box is centered on my paper, so I have the equal amount on the left and the right of my box, and then I am going to take the first piece of paper I'm folding upwards, and I'm going to put a piece of tape on it, just like Nancy did. Um, and this one I typically do, um, so this is a longer box, so I am going to put one piece of tape on the left and one piece of tape on the right, um, because I want to ensure that this paper stays in place where I want it to be, and that'll give me a tighter wrap. And now I'm pulling up the, the part that I have folded that, that cut edge, and it lines up perfectly. It looks like a straight edge, or it feels like a straight edge to me. And this I do... Um, so the tape is long way, so um, the short ends are on the left and right, and the fold is kind of towards me. So I'm doing the tape long ways across this um, fold. So it's halfway on the fold, and the way I do it is I kind of take each end of the tape, the left and right ends of the tape, and I have, um, have it each on one side on each of my thumbs. And then I can feel with my I'm holding the paper down with my, um, my pinky and my pointer or my ring finger. And then I can use my middle finger kind of to find where that crease line is so that it's easier to line up the tape to make sure that I get it on the paper there on um, both pieces of paper. Okay, so that is the long edge is wrapped now. And I have um, the, the left and right edges are open still. And then I have the crease across the top with that piece of tape there. I'm gonna turn it so that one of the short ends are towards me. And I'm gonna simply just take my fingers and I'm gonna push down in the center of it. And when I push down in the center of the paper, I'm going from the top to the bottom, just like Nancy did, um, it flattens out against the box. And then if you feel to the left and right, it kind of forms these triangular um, shapes that um, you can, just kind of grab them and kind of just crease them downwards. And I do that both on the left and the right flap. And then um, I will take the left triangle and I push it inwards towards the center of the box. So I'm just taking my, my fingers and kind of just pushing it, starting from the, the, the corner of the box and bringing my fingers inwards um, towards the center of the box. And that brings that triangle 
flat against the end of that box and then it forms another triangle that is down towards, that is on the floor. And I'm gonna do the same thing on the right-hand side. So again, um, I have, I already creased this triangle piece that's going um, vertical, and I'm gonna bring it flat against the box. Again, starting at the outside corner of the box, moving my fingers inwards. And then um, that is straight uh, flat against the box. And I'm gonna put a piece of tape here to hold this in place. Um, the first one held pretty well. If, if your first one doesn't hold very well, you can put a piece of tape there, um, but this one held really well. So I just put a piece of tape where the two triangles intercept on the bottom of the, the package here. Um, and then I'm gonna flatten out. And this forms one more triangle that is flat on the ground now after I did those two. And I just take the tip of the triangle and I bring it directly straight upwards against the bottom of the box. And I'll put another piece of tape there to, um, to hold that in place. And I put it long ways across the triangle. So there's plenty of tape on both the left and the right side of the tip of the triangle with the triangle tip in the center of it. And then I'll do the same thing on the other side. So I'll explain it one more time. Okay. <clears throat> So I start by finding the edge of my box, and then I'm bringing my finger straight downwards in the center of the box, forming those triangles on both the left and the right, and then I'm creasing those. And then I'm bringing in the, again, finding that edge of my box on the left-hand side, pressing that triangle flap inwards towards the center, and that forms another it's kind of like doing origami, y'all. Um, <laughs> um, pressing that inwards, um, forming a, a half a triangle here on the bottom. And then I'll do the same thing on the right-hand side, find the edge of the box, drag my fingers across it to crease it inwards. And then I'll put a piece of tape there to hold that in place. Because when I fold up the bottom triangle, I don't want it to get slacky because that's a word we're going to use here for this. Um, <laughs> all right, so now I have this triangle that is down at the bottom of the box, box laying on my floor. I'm gonna pick that up, press it against the box and put another piece of tape there. So I think, Nancy, I think we should take some questions on this and see if anyone has any questions so far. What do you think? Uh, Nancy's That's muted. Very good idea. Oh, there she yes. is. Awesome. Okay. Do we have any questions um, here in Zoom? We do. We'll start out with Lisa Brooks. Hey, Lisa. Glad you're hey, it. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I have a tip, um, more than a question at the moment. And, and I would I love your tip. Mentioned, and that was just to make sure that you buy good quality wrapping paper um, because yes. there's nothing more disheartening. I thought I was saving money one year and I'm not trying to diss the dollar store y'all, but I bought wrapping paper at the dollar store um, and it, it tore really easily um, when I was trying to fold it over and stuff. So there's nothing more disheartening than to be almost done and then have the paper tear and then you're just stuck having to start all over. Um, so this year I have wrapping paper from Target and it's very forgiving and, um, you know, it kind of folds and unfolds a lot A little easier. bit thicker. So buy good quality correct? paper. Thanks. Yeah. So um, the dollar store paper is really thin. I've had that same experience. That's what my mom bought. Um, and then I went and wrapped her and I'm like, I just want my own paper. Um, I typically buy my, my paper at Costco. Um, and like I said, it's double-sided. But it also comes with three rolls and they're huge rolls. And I'm still using the same paper I bought, not last Christmas, but the Christmas before um, from Costco. And that is a great tip. Um, you can also use other things other than just wrapping paper, such as butcher paper, um, if you have that available to you. And then you can decorate it or just kind of leave it rustic. Um, Chanel, do we have another hand? We do. We have two other hands. Um, I don't know what we're doing in Clubhouse, but first up here. Yeah, we'll Zoom. take these two and then we'll check in with Clubhouse. Okay. So first up is Heidi. Hi, Heidi. 
Hi, Heidi. Hello. Um, my biggest tip is keep the four-legged fur balls out of the room. I have had <laughs> way too one. many incidents. <laughs> trying to wrap gifts, and I'm trying to wrap a gift, and I'm wrapping a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd end up in a like a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. With I know that's cat. what I was thinking. It's the cat in the box. <laughs> it's like I start rapping. It's like okay, move the cat. All right, start yeah. rapping. Move the cat. Move the cat. It's like, do uh, I have a good fit on? Because I should be getting yeah. more steps. That's a good one. Yeah. Thank you, Heidi. No problem. And thank you, Lisa, for yours too. I didn't get a chance to say that, but thank you. All right. Okay, next up, we have we have three Cindy's in here, but this one is just named Cindy. So please go ahead and unmute and ask your question. I'm guessing that's me. I think I'm it assuming, is. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I have a tip too. If you're going to use bow ribbons, don't put them on the presents until you're ready to leave. I had a cat that would not unwrap any present. She just took the bow ribbons off and played with them. Jeez. <laughs> oh, that was strong. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Cats and Christmas trees, I've never thought they were made a good combination. You know, oh, my yeah. cat leaves ours <laughs> alone, but Star would always take the their bow ribbons off the, and play with them and we'd find yeah. them a year later scattered everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's my tip. Oh, yeah. And don't use recycled wrapping paper. Forget it. Don't even. If you if you blow on it, it's going to tear. Yeah. I, I <laughs> I've never tried that. So good tip. Thank you. It, yeah, You're welcome. Well, don't use that's... recycled paper. It's not worth it. It's just as thin and, and cheap as the stuff at the dollar store or worse. So, it's yeah. worse. It's worse. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Friendly and all that, but that's one. That's one time when, yeah, I I won't. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that those Thank are you. my tips for the day. Awesome. Thank you, Cindy. All right. Should we check in with Clubhouse? Do we have anyone yeah. over there that Let's... has questions or tips so it. far? Hello. So not at this time. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. All righty. All, all right. right. Oh, do we have another one? We do. Courtney, oh, yeah. a.k.a. Rebel Crafter. Oh, the Rebel's here. Yeah. <laughs> so my tip is for after the holidays. So okay. once Christmas over is over, you know, you have all these after Christmas sales. Go buy wrapping paper for next year after Christmas and Absolutely. you will save lots and lots of money. Buy all that your wrapping supplies idea. after Christmas and put it up for next year. Hey, yeah. that's a good idea. I do idea. that every year. Yeah. Your bows, your idea. tape, your your um your ribbons, and all of that. It is is a great time to uh, December twenty sixth. Um, uh -huh. if you want to brave the stores, and not, as long as you don't have to go to the return section, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh, that would be and you can, yeah. you know, and you can save like fifty percent. And the longer you wait after the holidays, the more of a discount you're going to get. So. Just something to think about there. Awesome. Thank you, Courtney. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And I'm checking. We do not have any more hands currently. All right. So, um, Nancy, would you like to tackle that piece of glass you have there to wrap? Oh, my word. Um, I need to find <laughs> Well, I don't know. I've got my idea. I'm going to talk through it because what I need to do is I find I need to find our roll of bubble wrap so I can wrap it up, you know. So oh that yeah, it, that's it a good point. And then stays. So when I, I, I we've got it out there. So I'll find that. What I was thinking about doing was folding that up in a few layers of bubble wrap, folding that over and taping it down, you know, and then wrapping that in wrapping paper and just and and. Uh, I'll just have to fold the ends over and it'll, it'll kind of be circular, kind of be rectangular at that point with the, uh, the bubble wrap around it. So that's how I was going to do that. And if you've got any other suggestions on it, um, 
because that I think that's a pretty good idea unless you have a box that would fit in I am all about using my re recycling my Amazon boxes that stuff comes in and oh, putting yeah, no, other I, things I, in it in the bubble wrap and stuff from like that um to me yeah the problem is I didn't know I was going to be wrapping this particular piece and I had already thrown a bunch <laughs> of bubble wrap and stuff away but we do still have some boxes out that's the other thing I was going to do is look and see if we have a box that would fit because that would be the best but I'm still going to wrap it in bubble wrap before I put it in the box so it doesn't get, you know, um, it doesn't accidentally get hit or snapped on or broken or anything. But yes. Yeah, that would that be is... pretty tra tragic if it broke. You don't want <laughs> to give someone a broken gift. Yeah, I want to give it to somebody for Christmas. <laughs> well, here's part of it, but the other part broke. Sorry, you know, <laughs> that would just be wrong. <laughs> I would never do that. So that's how I'm going to wrap that one. Well, and if I am end up having the bubble wrap. Uh, then I'll probably just have to get some shopping bags and layer shopping bags around it, and then see that's if I can a good find idea a box. Because <laughs> it, it's going to be tricky, but yeah, tackle a wine bottle, Kayla. All right. So I um I got my mom this really. <laughs> it's like a wine bottle caddy it's insulated so you can put a couple of bottles of wine in it and then go over to your gal's house and have some wine I guess um, she's a big wine drinker if you couldn't tell so I got her the electric wine opener a wine caddy and a couple bottles of wine um, so she should be set for you know an evening at least <laughs> she's gonna love let you me, let me grab this bottle of wine so I put it up knock it over <laughs> and so what I am going to do to make this a little bit more decorative is I'm going to wrap my wine, the wine bottles in tissue paper and then put ribbon around the, the top of the neck of it. And then I'm going to slide it into the wine carrier is kind of my idea with this. Um, so tissue paper is just really thin paper. It comes in a variety of colors. Um, it comes in um, different patterns. So if you want to get something that has Christmassy patterns on it and such, um, that is also doable. And like I said, it's pre-cut into squares or rectangles. Um, some are rectangles and some are squares. Um, and But it is really thin. So if you're using tissue paper, you want to layer it and have at least two layers, so depending on what you're, you're wrapping with it. So two to three layers. Um, so that it's you're not able to see what is in the package. And so what I am doing is I'm going to set my wine bottle in the middle of my paper and then bring the sides up and tie a, tie a bow around it to hold it in place. And I am taking a couple different layers. I have three different layers of tissue paper that I'm going to be working with. And I am I am making them so they're not lined up directly. So I have... Um, kind of forming one is a square in front of me and then I'm laying the next one over the top of it so it looks like a diamond in front of me layered on top of it and then I'm going to put another one just as a square again just to layer it so it can't be seen as, as as well through it and the reason I'm doing this is so that I want the top edge of this when I bring it all together to kind of be uneven um just to be, you know, kind of give it another look um, aesthetically and kind of make it a little more fancy. So I have my three layers of tissue paper laid out and I am gonna take my, my mom's bottle of wine. I shouldn't say my bottle of wine, I'm not drinking it yet. Um, <laughs> and I'm setting it directly in the center of my paper. And the way I can kind of figure out and make sure it's in the center of the paper is um, I'm taking the two I'm using the, um, the one that is a diamond in front of me, and I'm just taking those two outer um, edges, corners of it, and I'm bringing it up and just kind of seeing it. Does it look like, does it feel like it's coming to about the same place on the wine bottle? And that, yes, in that direction it is. And so now I'm pulling up the one that is farther away and closer to me. And um, the one that is closer to me is a little bit shorter than the one that is further away from me. So I'm gonna move the wine bottle a little bit away from me to kind of even that out a little bit. And then I'm gonna just kind of check again. Yep, that's pretty even now. 
So before I start bringing up my paper and, and bundling it around this wine bottle, I am going to go grab my ribbon and I'm going to cut off some ribbon first so that once I gather it up, I don't have to try to cut ribbon. So I am doing, um, I'm cutting off um, probably about a yard or so of ribbon. Um, so I have the ribbon outstretched in my arm to the right and I'm bringing it across and it goes a little bit past almost to my other shoulder. And that is about three yards on me because I have short arms and I've played around with a yardstick. So I know that's about a yard. And so I am gonna cut this off. And my scissors are right there to the right where I left them. So easily found. And I'm gonna put my ribbon back over here to the right where I got it from because I'll want that again later. And I'm just setting the ribbon across my lap. So once I get this um, up, I'll be able to hold the, um, the tissue paper with one hand and then be able to grab the ribbon with the other. So I'm simply just kind of putting my hands underneath the tissue paper and starting to bring it up towards the top of the bottle. I'm sorry, it's loud. Hopefully you can still hear me. And then, um, so I went from the left and the right and I brought those sides up. Now I'm reaching my hand underneath the paper that is um, further away from me on the far side of the bottle. And I'm bringing that up and kind of tucking it in around it, um, almost wrapping it around it in a counterclockwise direction. And then I'm holding that with my left hand. And I'm going to do the same thing with the paper that is to the front. And I'm sliding my hand underneath it, bringing it up the bottle, and then kind of swirling it again counterclockwise around the bottle. And that kind of just, uh, it, it kind of just wraps it around and you get a lot more of your ends of your paper are tucked under so it stays more secure. All right, so now I'm gonna grab my ribbon that's right here on my lap. And I am gonna wrap it around the top. I'm doing it right at the base of the neck of the bottle. So right where it's starting to get fat again on the bottle. And I am gonna, I'm just making sure that my two ends of my ribbon are, are kind of even. I'm still holding it with my left hand. And then I'm using my right hand with the ribbon to, to, to kind of even it out. And then I'm gonna simply just tie this in a knot. So I'm gonna take my left hand and bring it over the right hand one. And then I'm gonna bring the right hand one up and over the left where I just brought it through. And then that forms like a little circle there or a, a loop. And I'm gonna pull it down through that. Just kind of like when you're tying your shoes, you know, crisscross and pull it through. And then I'm gonna pull it tight using both hands. And then um, now that I got it tight, I am gonna tie it one more time. Just do a double knot here. And this is curling ribbon that I'm using. And I, I chose the curling ribbon because I wanted to teach you guys how to use curling ribbon. Um, so now that I have my knot here, um, to curl the curling ribbon, I open a pair of scissors. This is, sounds more dangerous than I think it is. So we'll see. <laughs> um, and I have so I have the scissors open. I'm gonna take, and I have them in my right hand, and my hand is in between the two handles of the ribbon, kind of, because when they're open, they form an X. So my hand is in between the two handles, um, and my fingers are on the plastic part of the handle. I'm not touching the blade right now in any way. What I wanna do is I wanna take my curling ribbon, and I'm gonna bring it over the top of the blade. And this is the blade that's further away from me. I'm not going to do it on the blade near me because I want to make sure my scissors are going away from me. I do not wanna pull them towards me um, because you have more of a chance of getting cut that way. So I still have my hand in the same position, but now I have taken my thumb and I have lightly pressed it on the flat side of the scissors where I put the ribbon over the top of it and I'm simply gonna just kind of lightly hold my thumb there I don't want to press hard because I want the ribbon to be able to come through that thumb um, through between my thumb and the scissors 
So I'm kind of just using my thumb there to kind of hold it in place. And I have my left hand right at the base of that knot. And I'm simply gonna pull my hands apart and it curls. So bringing the blade across that ribbon, um, like that curls it. And so I'm gonna do that again. I'm turning my ribbon so that it's in the same position as the last one. I think I'm talking to you, watch. Um, so I'm keeping the scissors in the exact same. I'm moving the ribbon to be in a more safer place so that I'm pulling the scissors away from me um, rather than towards myself. So if that takes rotating the, the gift or the ribbon, however that is, never pull the scissors towards you. And I'm gonna do that again. So I have the ribbon going over the sharp part of the blade and I'm holding it on the flat side towards the non-sharp part of the blade. And I simply and just- the 10 minute mark just to let you know. My, oh my goodness. So, and I pulled and my two blade hands. across. Sorry. Okay. So that's kind of how we do the curling ribbon. Let's take those two hands. And if we have time, I'll, I'll teach you how to put a ribbon around a box. Okay. So first up is Heidi. Oh, right. Go ahead, Heidi. Hello. Um, my, I have two comments. My first one is, boy, Keela, I know you said you were short, but you said that, um, from one hand to the other shoulder was three yards. I'm like, boy, do you no, have a yard? <laughs> one yard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I one know yard. What you meant. I was teasing. And second of all, I have an idea of the mysterious gift wrap. Toilet paper. Toilet paper roll. Wrap it and put oh, it on the tree. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> okay, that bottle of wine was really hard to get in there with the tissue paper on it. My mom will have fun getting that out. <laughs> so. But those are my two comments. Right. Thank you. Um, Chanel, who's our next hand? Next is Lisa. Awesome. Go ahead, Lisa. Hey again. Uh, that was a really great description of how to do the curling ribbon, by the way. That was really awesome. Thank you. Um, the one thing I wanted to mention is close to where I have my wrapping station set up, but not so it's in the way, is I'll usually have like some sort of a labeling station. Um, we live yeah. in a household of sighted and blind folks. And um, but each time I wrap a present, I go and put some kind of label on it because after a while, all those boxes, no matter how familiar you think you are with everything, they're going to start to look the same. And if you don't label it, <laughs> um, you might. Oh, I label it. a present when yeah. I'm done wrapping it immediately. Yep, I, I do too. Um, yeah. Or I only wrap all of one person's presents, get them all labeled, and then do another one. Um, I am you. also known not to put labels on the gifts, but to put, to pick a color of ribbon. So, every, so everyone has their own color of ribbon on their gifts. So that they don't know who's is who's until I tell them what oh, color is who. Oh, that's sneaky. So I, I, like I that do that. So they sneaky. can't go and um, they can't go shake them and, and know what, you know, oh, that's mine. No, you don't know that's yours because you don't know what color I gave you this year. So that's how I do it with my family um, in, in there here. That's very so. clever. I like that. <laughs> so. All right. Do we have another hand? Not in Zoom. Okay. Do we have any hands over in Clubhouse? No, not at this time. Okay. okay. Perfect. So I'm going to try real quick to teach you how to put a, a, a ribbon around the package. And I just pre-measured and cut this. And the way I did that is I took my ribbon and I went from the bottom edge of one side of the box. So the, the, the edge that's on the floor, brought it over. Um, once, did that twice, and then I did it the other direction twice, from the floor to the other side to the floor. And then I cut a little bit of extra, so I have a little bit extra to, um, to, uh, to curl or wrap or tie at the end. So, and this will work with any kind of ribbon. I am using curling ribbon because I'm just trying to be quick because I know we're low on time. So what we want to do is we're going to make a crisscross, and, um, and we might have to do a part 
two of this next year so I can show you another way of doing your ribbon. Um, so what we want to do is we want to bring it, find the center of our ribbon. Um, and I just do end to end. And then that's, you know, where the fold is, is where the, the center is. So I, I'm doing that right now, just finding my center. And I'm going to go across for me today. I'm just going across the short side first. It doesn't matter which one. You always want to go bring your ribbon across the side first that you want to be your top of your package. That is one of the tricks to make sure your, your tie or whatever, your bow is on the correct side. So what I do typically is I put the wrong side up so I can slide the ribbon under the right side that is face down. Um, and then once I get it and it's even, I'm double checking it's even, um, I tie it in a knot. So I um, just a quick little knot. And then if you want to, if you can always put a piece of tape there to kind of hold it in place. Um, and then I'm going to bring it. So I went from, um, so this piece of ribbon I just put around it is from 6 to 12 o'clock. So now that I tied the knot there in the center, I'm going to bring the ribbon around the package going from uh, the 9 and 3 o'clock. And I'm flipping the package over. And so now I have my, my ends of my ribbon are coming off the package at nine and three o'clock. And if you feel it, I can feel there's a piece of ribbon going around the package from 12 to six o'clock. And so I just bring these two ribbons from the, the, um, the nine and the six o'clock positions and I slide them underneath the ribbon that's already there. So the, on both sides. So they're kind of gonna, um, cross underneath the ribbon that's already there and then you can tie it in a knot to hold it in place. And then um, you could do the same curling ribbon method I just used um, earlier um, to, to curl it or you can tie it in a bow kind of like you would your shoes um, if you would like to put a bow on the top of it. And so that's kind of how you put the ribbon on. So you always start from the side that is you know, you want your flat piece to be on what you want to be the top of your package going from, you know, six to six to 12 o'clock, tie it in a knot, bring it from to your 11, I'm sorry, your nine and three o'clock, flip your package over onto it and bring it together and you can tie it in a bow or do your curling ribbon. And I know that was quick. So I hope that you guys got something out of that. Do we have any questions or Nancy, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, the only thing I can't picture on that, and I wish I had had ribbon so I could be trying this with you um, as we speak, but the only thing I can't picture is how you would bring the nine and the three o'clock around without it. Yes, yeah, because like I tied it in a knot. Yeah, I tied it in a knot underneath and that right. kind of secures that 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 12 and six o'clock in place. And then um, you can flatten the ribbon just it, it has a little bit of a knot there, but you can bring it to the left and the right or the nine and three o'clock um, off to the, bring it to the side and then flip your package over onto it and bring it up the, the other side. Okay, yeah, I, I'm interested now to get some ribbon and try that because I've always wanted yeah. to try it. I just never got a chance to really sit down with anybody and do it except maybe once and that was a long time ago. So yeah, <laughs> this has been fun. Kayla, so, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. Next year we'll have to get together and do some more because I do have a couple other ways of putting the ribbon on the package that are pretty fun. So, ooh, neato. Um, but I think we're out of time for to almost out of time. Chanel, do two you minutes have any... about. Okay. And yeah. No so, hands um, currently. Oh, perfect. Because I was going to say I don't know okay. if we have any question or time for questions, but thank Probably you, Nancy, <laughs> for um, co-facilitating this call with me. Um, Thank I you hope for that inviting you, me to do it because yeah, I hope you, the audience, got something out of it. Um, if not, you know, if you're not able to wrap gifts perfectly any uh, still, I hope you at least got some laughs out of this. And <laughs> yeah. um, thank you, Chanel, for hosting and connecting us to Clubhouse. Hi, and thank you, and Danette, for, for, for doing yes. your thing over there. And we just greatly appreciate you guys stepping up last minute and volunteering to be part of this for us. Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you, Kayla, for inviting me to be with you on this call. It's been a, 
a pleasure. I love to wrap. And now I will go and, and Kathy found the bubble wrap for me. So now I can go wrap my other. <laughs> You'll have to let us know how that turns out. Yeah, and, I will do that. <laughs> and happy holidays to everybody. I hope they are full of love and joy.